I call this meeting to order at 5 4 p.m. for community stakeholder members. Yes, on the call of the roll, Commissioner Wong. Commissioner Wong present, Commissioner Adair? Uh, present. Adair present, Commissioner Fang? Present. Fang present, Commissioner Loftus? Present. Loftus present, Commissioner Miller? Present. Miller present, Officer Lestano? Present. Lestano present, Commissioner Anish? Present. Anish present, um, Commissioner Officer Udding? Udding present, Commissioner Colleen? Present. Colleen present, Commissioner Pimentel? Present. Pimentel present, Vice Chair Barker Plummer? Barker Plummer present, Officer Hum? Hum present, Officer Shaw? Shaw present, Commissioner Im? Present. Im present, Commissioner Hillman? Present. Hillman present, Chair Wynn? Present. Wynn present. Chair, you have 16 present. You have quorum. Great. Um, so it looks like, oh, everyone's here today. Congrats. That's great. Um, is there any public comment on this item of the If members of the public wish to provide public comment, um, please press star three or raise your hand in the WebEx app. Chair, you have no public comment. Thank you. So it's all item number two. Item number two is communications. The minutes will reflect that Youth Soul Youth Commission participated in this meeting in person in room 270 and with remote access for public comment. The commission recognizes that public access to city services is essential and invites public participation in the following ways. First, public comment will be available on each item on this agenda. Comments or opportunities to speak during the public comment period are available in person by forming a line behind um, Commissioner Pimentel and via phone call by calling 415-655-0001, meeting ID 2488-412-5771, then pound and then pound again. Or you can join us online through the WebEx system. When connected, you will hear the meeting discussions, but you will be muted and in listening mode only. When your item of interest comes up, please dial star 3 to be added to the speaker line if you have called in, or if you are joining us via WebEx, you may also raise your hand in the app. Alternatively, you may submit public comment in writing in either of the following ways. Email them to email them to the Youth Commission at youthcom at sfgov.org. If you submit public comment via email, it will be forwarded to the commissioners and will be included as part of the official file. You may also send your written comments via U.S. Postal Service to our office in City Hall at 1 Dr. Carlton B. A. Goodlet Place, Room 345, San Francisco, California, 94102. Those attending the meeting in person will have the opportunity to speak in public comment first before remote access. That concludes my communications. Great, thank you. Clerk, can you please call item number three? Item number three is approval of agenda. Okay, so commissioners, please take this time to look at today's agenda. As a reminder, there is an expectation to look at the agenda to make prior to the meeting, and I will accept it the agenda number as well. Second by Commissioner Collins. Seconded by Commissioner Collins. Motion to approve today's agenda, seconded by Commissioner Anish. Is there any public comment case? Is there any public comment case? On this motion. 
One second. If members of the public would like to speak and have not already done so, please line up behind Commissioner Pimentel or press star three or raise your hand in the WebEx app. You will have two minutes. Chair, you have no public comment. Great. Can I please get our motion to approve the agenda? Commissioner? Actually, um, all those in favor of approving today's agenda say aye. Aye. All those in favor of approving today's agenda, please say aye. Aye. All those in favor say nay. I don't think you can do that just because we have commissioners hers on the web. She has not submitted anything. Yes, I did. Um, can you please take a roll call vote on the motion to today's agenda? Commissioner Wong? Aye. Wong, aye. Commissioner Adair? Aye. Adair, aye. Commissioner Fang? Aye. aye. Commissioner Loftus, saying uh, aye. Commissioner Loftus, aye. Loftus aye. Commissioner Miller, Commissioner Miller aye. Officer Lestana, Lestana aye. Commissioner Anish, aye. Anish aye. Officer Udding, Udding aye. Commissioner Colleen, aye. Colleen aye. Commissioner Pimentel, aye. Pimentel aye. Vice Chair Parker Plummer. Parker Palmer, aye. Officer Hum. Aye. Um, aye. Officer Shaw. Aye. Shaw, aye. Commissioner M. Aye. M, aye. Commissioner Hillman. Ah, wait. Someone is, did he logged off and logged? He logged off a few minutes ago. Oh, that is Joshua. Uh, okay. Hillman is absent. Uh, Chair Wynn. Chair, when I chair, you have 15 eyes, one absent. Um, the motion passes. Item number four is approval. Um, it's approval of minutes for the January 3rd, 2023 full commission meeting. Great. So, commission, please take the start to look at the minutes of the last commission meeting and the Commissioner Miller motion to approve today's agenda, seconded by Commissioner Pollan. Is there any public comment on this motion? Chair, you have no public comment. Great. Um, can I please get a roll call vote on that motion? Yes. Um, on the motion to approve the minutes from January 3rd, 2023, Commissioner Wong. Wong, aye. Commissioner Adair. Adair, aye. Commissioner Fang. Aye. Fang, aye. Commissioner Loftus. Aye. Loftus, aye. Commissioner Miller. Miller, aye. Officer Lasana. Lasana, aye. Commissioner Anish. Anish, aye. Officer Udding. Udding, aye. Commissioner Colleen. Colleen, aye. Commissioner Pimentel. Pimentel, aye. Vice Chair Parker Plummer. Parker Plummer, aye. Officer Hum. Hum, aye. Um, Officer Shaw. 
Shall I, Commissioner Miller, uh, Commissioner M. M. I, Commissioner Hillman is absent. Um, Chair Wynn. When I chair, you have 15 ayes and one absent. The motion passes. Item number five is general public comment for matters under the jurisdiction of the full youth commission, but not on today's agenda. Members of the public who wish to provide public comment on this matter should start to line up behind Commissioner Pimentel by the door uh, and or press star three now if you're calling in remotely. Or if you're joining us via WebEx, you should raise your hand in the app your cue to begin your comments will be you have been unmuted if you have called in or you will hear two beeps if you join the meeting via WebEx. Madam Chair, you have no public comment. Thank you. Public comment is now closed. Please call item number six. Mm -hmm. Item number six is freeway resolution. This is a second reading and action item. Presenters are Commissioner Wynn, Miller, and Barker Plummer. Okay, great. Um, so this is this is the second reading of um, the resolution that I introduced at the last commission meeting. Um, there weren't many changes to the resolution. I think I added like one clause about how um, neighborhoods, without, like when freeways are removed, neighborhoods tend to thrive and like why crime decreases. Um, but other than that, there were very minor changes. So I guess we can read a lot of the resolution now. Um, so, study of freeway removal. Resolution urging the city and county of San Francisco to work to collaborate with the California Department of Transportation to study and explore the removals of the Central Freeway and the Interstate 280 Freeway with consideration of its impact on marginalized communities. Whereas on November 28, 2022, California Senator Scott Wiener, District of Maine, sent a letter to the California Department of Transportation of Trans. Requesting a study on the when United States President Dwight Eisenhower created the Federal Aid Highway Act in 1986, he created a foundation of maps of the foundation and an environment center of the Army And as the act facilitated every issue, this highway facilitated the economic development of the communities while facilitating physical and economic resistance to the development. Whereas between 1973 Whereas Deborah Archer, professor at the New York University School of explained that, quote, the highway development buffered at a time when the idea of integration and housing was on the horizon. And so very intentionally, highway was sometimes built on the formal boundary lines that we saw each during racial summer. Sometimes community members asked the highway builders to create a barrier in their communities and their church with black Whereas Archer continues, our system exists not to develop, but to underdevelop black to affect this underdevelopment, racism is embedded into the core of power, the economy, culture, and society. The result is that black people have been intentionally sacrificed to take care of this growth and expand. Stemming to the construction of highways benefiting white communities while excluding black communities. Oh, also, um, that end point.
and whereas the lead Congress member John Lewis describes this discrimination, he said, quote, the legacy of Jim Crow transportation is still with us. Even today, some of our transportation policies and practices destroy stable neighborhoods, isolate and segregate our citizens in deteriorating neighborhoods, and fail to provide access to jobs and economic growth at our scales. Whereas, in 2016, Dear Colleague Madam, the then Secretaries of the United States Central Housing and Economic after Education, John D. King, Jr., and Transportation, Anthony R. Fox, announced how the intersection of transportation, housing, and education policies created and maintained concentrated poverty and racial segregation, which continues to economic mobility. And the access and access to opportunity large parts being used. Oh, that and portion of the next one. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, portion of the next. And whereas Archer explains highways, roads, bridges, sidewalks, public transit have been planned, developed, and sustained for resources for black communities that are subsequently deployed and invested to the benefit of predominantly white communities and the residents. Joint property ways specifically perpetuate the underdeveloped black communities in. Oh, that question over there. And whereas the transportation sector is the single largest source of greenhouse gas emissions in California, and according to the state's most recent pre-pandemic inventory, the transportation sector is 41 percent for 171 million metric tons of the state's carbon dioxide equivalent emissions, and in San Francisco. Transportation accounts for 2.2 million metric tons of carbon dioxide emissions, roughly 47% of emissions, and sorry. Whereas the high interest carries high volumes of traffic volumes, and therefore high concentrations of greenhouse gas emissions, other particular spending, volatile organic gas, higher and noise pollution, and Whereas people who live near major highways have increased southern and severity, all problems associated with exposure traffic, including hazards as much part of the vascular history, compared to long-developed in children, preterm and children, weight infants, childhood, females, or death, and whereas youth and older adults, people with pre-existing uh, cardiopulmonary disease, and people of low income in particular. Higher risk and health for health impacts from air pollution near the interface. Finding alternatives to free rates is consistent with the city's climate goal. As of 2021, Expand that um, according to that. Wait, no, that aim and that. It should be that last time. Aim that. 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 It's still the highest volumes of motor traffic on the wide, on which arterial roads in the city's eastern neighborhoods. In Soma, the road residential population is walking in some of the city's first emissions and. 
whereas the areas surrounding the central freeway have long been invited by the upbeat voices of freeway, and this presence has caused this surrounding neighborhood to see marginalized and uh, this imaginative proposal helped revive this part of the city and create opportunity for much needed new housing, said a student at the University of California, Berkeley. And whereas, in addition to eliminating or significantly mitigating these problems, stripping out the three miles of the central freeway and one of the 200 foot right of way could altogether make space for some 13,000 new homes. And whereas, the late service to the mayor that they spurred. I think that should be fully spelled out because we didn't mention And the San Francisco Bay Area Urban Regional. Yes, we should look it up. Yeah. It, it might, people just know what's over it. Okay, we can, we'll look it up. Yeah, we got to um, And the spring 2014 graduate decides to do at UC explored an endorsement program to take back the spur of Interstate 2. 16th Street northward, and replaced with the landscape once we boulevard, noting that this section of freeway was underutilized for its removal. This is part of the downtown extension, the California High Speed Rail Projects, and allows for the housing to be built. And whereas there have been many other examples of highways that have been turned into successful community spaces while also preventing harmful impacts on these marginalized communities. For example, when the 1989 data earthquake in San Francisco Dam. Elevated double decker and Barbadero Freeway, officials turned the area into the Barbadero, which has now become the beautiful water facing pedestrian from the urban boulevards and become one of the most popular attractions in the city. Which were underutilized in terms of campfire Whereas the property tax base for the city increased, and thousands of units of affordable housing were added in the John Rodquist from the Congress for the New Urbanism in a freeway for San Francisco wrote The American Air Boulevard has prospered with added jobs, increased retail sales, and new housing for thousands of affordable Whereas in 1999, voters approved a proposition to build Octavia Boulevard to replace the concrete section of the Central Freeway west of Market Street that was severely damaged 10 years earlier. And in 2003, the Central Freeway ramp north of Mission Street was demolished. Plans for the new Octavia Boulevard were approved, and in 2004, construction on the new Octavia Boulevard began. Whereas in 2004, the Sarasota Board Supervisors passed the freeway 3.04-04, urging the Sarasota Pedic Application SSCTA, to study relocating the freeway's on and off ramps and urging health ramps to work with the city to study alternatives to the freeway and postpone retrofits in order to lessen the negative impact of the project. Whereas the land of the section of the market machine has been redeveloped into housing, and Octavia Boulevard's on the major south market was repaired, and according to Northwest. The Congress for the New Urbanism of the Freeway through San Francisco, the transformation of the Hayes Valley around Octavia Boulevard has been one. was once considered a high product of prosperity, San Francisco is now thriving. And whereas in the Whereas, according to the Project for Public Spaces, after the transformation of Octavia Boulevard, there was a 75% increase in transit times, a large increase in housing production, 
23% increase in employment and I think it should be and it, no, sorry, no, and increase in home quality and uh, a new development of a park. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas in a follow-up study of the Octavia Boulevard Freeway, how Christ concluded that a public information campaign, a letting driver to our benefit of success, and that gradually led new ways to navigate the city cycle. And it was evident that a traffic increase did not suit under a second of the freeway system. Whereas, wait, what? And whereas in 
in human and natural. Uh, two public engagement activities to provide the public communities from site to put into a plan to remove and convert an eligible facility, and three other transportation planning activities required in advance of a project to remove, which are been or mitigate an existing facility to restore community connections as determined by the Department of Transportation and the First of all, the 2020 to 2020 and grant sources to develop preservable plans, such as the reconnecting communities pilot programs, in order to support communities affected by the pandemic. Further resolve, the 2022 to 2023 Service Review Commission urges that the city and counties are disposing. No, there should just be one. Urges the city and county services to complete the study on the three-day removal from the San Francisco Planning Department's general plan and transportation development, be it. Also, the And be it further resolved that the 2022-2023 Youth Commission or San Francisco Youth Commission urges Caltrans to work with San Francisco to identify alternatives to the existing central freeway spur, for which a study has already been explicitly called for, as well as for the Interstate 280 Freeway and yes. Further resolved that the 2022 to 2023 Sarah Street Commission urges the city and county of Sarah Street to present the voices of the community, saying that more than 100 organizations. Many of which are community serving nonprofits and cultural districts that are led to the planning department and city officials asked to be in the center of any and all actions made in regard to the 1.2 mile section of elevated freeway over the boundary between the snow and the Yay. Okay. That's our resolution. Um, does anyone have any questions or thoughts? For the simplicity of minute taking, please um, state who you are and then your comment. So one person at a time, thank you. Commissioner Barbara Plummer motions to approve the freeway removal resolution seconded by Commissioner Hudding. Is there any questions or concerns about that motion? I just have one. It's Commissioner Shaw. Just want to clarify. So, this last clause, this was in relation to make sure the town afternoon public comment from the last school commission over this was in relation to that. The letter mark. The letter in his reference saying was the first place. Sounds like a little bit surprising. Was that response to Saturday? Okay. Yeah. And I included this clause before the Oh, okay. Yeah. So then my question is in regards to that public comment, there was still concern that, from what I heard, there was some concern that the resolution wasn't being finalized groups that are being affected by the freeway. So I'm wondering if there was conversation um, with the sponsors of the resolution with them to kind of see a middle path into understanding. I think there was a conversation. 
I think um, I, I'm not sure whether or not they have um, read this part of the um, resolution or not, but this is, they were mentioning to hundreds of organizations in the letter. They actually forwarded the letter that we referenced here to us via email afterwards. And we did take the time to um, read through that. And um, I don't know, I think this um, clause sufficiently uh, addresses their concerns. And, you know, obviously, um, like the planning department, when they do it, they're going to be doing a lot more like community outreach and like with the grant, like that's one of the things they can do. It's like, because we really do want this to be a plan that like, considers and includes the community. And that's like why we want to do so much of the setting. We don't want to just do it because we want to make sure that it supports the community. Yeah. 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 Can you wait in five minutes? Yes. Um, I would also just add, this is a resolution encouraging the city to do a study and get out grants about taking down the streetway. So it's not the most radical thing in the world. Um, and we want to make sure that marginalized groups are included in this conversation. Yeah. Um, and I think that that is key to the discussion. This resolution will actually have us be able to aid pressure for that work to be to be to be created and um, pressure them to commit to having transports who is represented on that Right. Just to add on, this resolution is like supposed to set a state for what we want the setting to do. Taking it into So hopefully like the youth commission in the future, when they if and when they do this study. Um, the mission can write another list. It's just like internet. <laughs> Any other questions? We should have each question. I did. I think you have your mic. Okay. Yeah, great. Um, if there are no further questions, <laughs> staff, can you please take a roll call vote? Okay, is there any comment on discussion? If members of the public would like to speak and have not already done so, please line up behind in Commissioner Pimentel by the door or press star three or raise your hand in the WebEx app. Chair, you have no public comment. Thank you. On the motion, Commissioner Wall. Wong I, Commissioner Adair. Aye. Adair I, Commissioner Fang is absent. Um, Commissioner Loftus. Aye. Loftus I, Commissioner Miller. Miller I, Officer Lasana. Lasana I, Commissioner Anish. Anish I, Officer Udding. Aye. Udding I, Commissioner Colleen. Aye. Colleen I, Commissioner Pimentel. Pimentel I, Vice Chair Barker Plummer. Aye. Barker Plummer I, Officer Hum. Aye. Hum I, Officer Shaw. Aye. Shaw I, Commissioner M. Aye. M I, Commissioner Hillman. Commissioner Hillman. Chair Wynn. Wynn I, Commissioner Hillman. Chair with um, four. One second. 
with 13 I and two absent? It's 14. 14 I. 14 I and two absent. Um, the motion passes. Thank you guys so much for creating our resolution. Just to close off, I think, well, I really appreciate Commissioner Sparker Palmer and Gilbert for supporting me with this resolution. And it was a lot of fun to write. So I'm really grateful for the opportunity to explore this topic. And uh, HRT will be covering this topic further. So, yeah, I'm really grateful that this passed. So thank you guys for all your comments. Great. Can you please call item number seven? Item number seven is equitable access to open space resolution. This is a first reading and discussion item presented by Commissioner Miller. Great, so I'll pass it off to Commissioner Miller to read out his resolution. Okay, great. And I'll just read it out first and then like if there's any questions or comments afterwards, definitely look forward to it. Um, okay, so uh, should I read the resolution number? Okay, okay, great. So equitable access to open space. Uh, resolution urging the mayor and board of supervisors to support and provide funding for public transportation services to the Marin Headlands, Camp Mather, uh, Golden Gate Park, and other recreational destinations in the Bay Area. And for the San Francisco Recreation and Parks Department, San Francisco County Transportation Authority. And then this third one should say San Francisco Municipal Transportation Agency. Uh, to develop a plan to reduce uh, public transit delay along 9,000. Whereas, according to the American Public Health Association, access to nature has been related to lower levels of mortality and illness, higher levels of outdoor physical activity, um, rest, um, restoration from stress, a greater sense of well-being, and greater social capital. And, whereas, according to a report by the Center for American Progress, Students who spend more time outdoors, including students who are low income backgrounds, tend to perform better on standardized tests, demonstrating more enthusiasm towards school, and have fewer attendance problems, according to one study. Simply having more tree cover in the neighborhood could account for as much as 13% of variance in student outcomes. The study found the positive effect to be strongest in schools that face the most external social socioeconomic challenges. But the study also noted People of color, families with children, and low-income communities are most likely to be deprived of the benefits nature that nature provides. And whereas, according to the Trust for Public Lands Park Score rankings, which compare the quality of 100 uh, United States cities' parks based on five categories, San Francisco's parks rank seventh overall, but rank 31st when looking at the equity score alone. And whereas, according to the to a San Francisco Municipal Transportation Agency study. 34.5% of San Francisco households do not own a car, and lower income households earn less than $100,000 per year. 53% uh, do not own a car. Um, Black and African American households, 61% do not own a car. Native American, 57% uh, do not own a car. Pacific Islander and Filipino, 53% do not own a car. Ages 18 to 29, 44.4% do not own a car, and ages 65 plus 47.5% do not own a car households, were all significantly more likely to not have access to a vehicle than the 34.5% average. And whereas Cam Matter, 
is a family camp operated by the San Francisco Recreation and Parks Department, located in Tuolumne County, California, on the site of former housing and lumber mill for the construction of the O'Shaughnessy Dam, creating the Hetch Hetchy Reservoir that supplies San Francisco with water and electricity, and now hosts nearly uh, 10,000 campers over 11, over should be an 11 week uh, long session. Um, each summer, and whereas in 2003, a civil grand jury released a report entitled Sharing Camp Matter, San Francisco's Secret Tool with All San Franciscans, which examined inequities in access to Camp Matter, such as limited publicity, a complex lottery-based application process, a high rate of returning uh, campers over first-time campers, low utilization of the low-income campership program, and a lack of materials other than English, and provided recommendations to increase access, including providing transportation from San Francisco to Camp Adam for campers who qualify for the campership program. And uh, whereas the San Francisco Recreation and Parks Department currently provides transportation during Camp Adam's senior session at a cost of $5,784 per bus per week, which includes the trip uh, to and from Camp Adam, from San Francisco and a new shuttle for Camp Mather to the Yosemite Valley, so it does not provide any transportation for guests or employees during family sessions. And whereas the Marin Headlands, the national park located just across the Golden Gate Bridge in Marin County, California, is part of the Golden Gate National Recreation Area, GTN Marin, and sees 13 million visitors a year, making it one of the most visited sites in the national park system. Excuse me. Oh my gosh. Ooh, gotta catch my breath. Uh, Whereas the Marin Headlands, like other national and regional parks, suffers from high parking demand, resulting in traffic congestion and hazardous and illegal parking, in part due to a lack of other options to access the park. And whereas prior to April 7, 2020, Muni operated the 76X Marin Headlands Express, which provided weekend and holiday service every 60 to 90 minutes from downtown San Francisco to the Marin Headlands, the only public transit connection from San Francisco to the Marin Headlands and served approximately, I found the number, it's 40,000, uh, 40,000 riders in 2019 and whereas prior to 2012, the 76 operated as the, or the 76X operated as the 76 local, which operated on Sundays only and served an average of 275 kilometers per week. Should know it's now about 380, uh, at least in 2020. Um, and, Riders per week, but in 2012, in part thanks to a $235,000 grant funded from the GGMRA, service was expanded to Saturdays and holidays, and the potential of further expansion to 30 minute service with the new express route making fewer stops within the city. I should say it was implemented. Whereas, according to Darren Brown, transportation planner for the GTRA, the 76 Red Headlands is the only transit line that takes passengers directly to different points in the park, along with reducing the impact of private vehicles in the park. The service changes could introduce visitors to features that are only open on Saturdays. And whereas, in 2017, King County Metro uh, launched the Trailhead Direct pilot program, which provides seasonal Beta October public transportation service from downtown Seattle and the surrounding city's light rail stations to regional parks along a single initial route. The pilot became permanent and grew to four routes. In its third year of service, the the in its third year, the service provided more than 
Sorry, 35,000 lives helping to alleviate parking challenges and provide increased access to the region's open spaces. And whereas, according to William Chen, communications manager for the Environmental Coalition of South Seattle, Shellham Direct was a boon for the narrowing gap, is a boon for narrowing the gap in access to the outdoors for communities of color. ECOSS was thrilled to see the addition of service from Tawala. Oh my gosh, okay. So, I don't know if you say that. Uh, Tequila. Tequila and Brenton. Uh, this new route was the season's most popular um, for immigrants, refugees, and other communities of color we serve, especially for families and seniors. The Toronto Direct and its partner, Toronto Direct and its partnership with community based organizations shows the power of meeting communities where they are and implementing solutions that advance equity of outdoor access. And whereas communities around 44 O'Shaughnessy provides public transit access to Golden Gate Park from diverse communities across San Francisco, including the Bayview and Excelsior districts, which have highlighted concerns about accessing Golden Gate Park, especially given the implementation of a permanent JFK promenade. And whereas the 44 travels along 9th Avenue from Shiba Street to MLK Drive, and MLK Drive from 9th Avenue. Uh, so, oh my gosh, another word I cannot pronounce, Tea Garden Drive, um, where it is heavily impacted by private vehicle traffic congestion and illegal parking that causes increased travel time and contributes to declines in service reliability, including bus bunches and service gaps. At times, as many as four buses have bunched within a two-block segment And whereas Olympic Park has received significant political and media attention in part due to the recent Ferris wheel and JFK promenade dates, and sees significantly more visitors receives more investment compared to the cities to other city parks. And whereas other city parks, such as John McLaren Park, suffer from many issues leading them to underperform as a citywide asset. A combination of deferred maintenance and decades of incomplete design ideas and an inconsistent boundary with its adjacent neighborhoods have created a park without a cohesive identity, sense of place, or even a clear set of park entrances. And whereas San Francisco Recreation and Parks Department has identified that many San Franciscans are unfamiliar with John McLaren Park, and it is perceived by some as unkept and dangerous, but believes that through investment and promoting the parks, unique uh, features, they can be better served existing visitors and invite new users to explore it. And now, therefore, be it resolved that the 2022 2023 mission of the city and county of San Francisco. Urges the mayor and board of supervisors to support and allocate funding for San Francisco Recreation and Parks Department to provide bus transportation from San Francisco to Camp Mather, or at least 25% of family summer sessions at Camp Mather, with bus transportation space prioritized for families receiving memberships. And we have further resolved that the 2022-2023 Commission of the CA County of San Francisco urges the mayor and the board of supervisors to support and allocate funding from San Francisco Municipal Transportation Agency to restore Mimi's Route 76X service as soon as possible to provide public transit access to Bright Headlands and for the San Francisco Municipal Transportation Agency to seek potential grant funding from the GGNRA or other support sources to support the operation of the service. And we had further resolved in the 2022-2023 Youth Commission of the City and County of San Francisco urges the mayor and board of supervisors to support and allocate funding for the San Francisco Recreation and Parks Department and San Francisco Municipal Transportation Agency to study a program 
similar to King County's trail and direct program that would provide public transit connections for San Francisco's young people to access various recreational destinations on a rotating schedule. And be it further resolved that the 2022-2023 Commission of the County of San Francisco urges the mayor and the board of supervisors to direct the San Francisco Municipal Transportation Agency, San Francisco County Transportation Authority, and San Francisco Recreation and Parks Department to develop a plan to reduce delays for public transit on 9th Avenue from Judah Street to MLK Drive. And MLK Drive from 9th Avenue. Uh, so we're thinking Sorry, how do you say it? How you Ibarra, Tea Garden Drive, including increased parking enforcement, uh, parking and loading changes, turn restrictions, and restrictions to private vehicle access to 9th Avenue from Judah's Lincoln Bay. And yet, further resolves that the 2022 2023 Youth Commission of the City and County of San Francisco urges the Mayor and Board of Supervisors to support and fund efforts of the San Francisco Recreation and Parks Department to improve. Uh, improve and promote the use of both large parks such as John McLaren Park and local parks and playgrounds, especially those in equity priority communities. And be it further resolved that a copy of this resolution be sent to the mayor or supervisor, San Francisco Municipal Transportation Agency, San Francisco County Transportation Authority, and San Francisco Recreation and Parks Department. Ooh, I should have somebody read that with me. Okay, here we go. Great. Thank you so much, Commissioner Miller, for your resolution. Does anyone have any comments or questions? Thank you, Mr. Atting. Has comments? Um, on page uh, page two, you say that there is an issue with the low utilization of the low It's mean that not enough people knew about that program. Yeah. So um, I think that. From what I know, um, it was just like there wasn't a lot of information available. Part of it was like that the promotion was limited to mainly, um, I think at this time it's now been changed since 2003. Some of these issues have already been addressed, but like you have to fill out like a paper form, like in person, like at a recreation center or like the headquarters. So it just wasn't very accessible. There wasn't the information wasn't available in different languages. And then I think also there was just um, not as many spots available. Um, I read an interesting Mission Local article from a few uh, years ago that they actually increased the number, both the number and the percentage of like discount that the like um, membership or like scholarship provides for people who attend, um, and that like the utilization has gone up, and they are even like prioritizing like lottery applications like from like people who apply for the membership. So I think they've made a lot of uh, positive improvements. If you think it would be helpful, I could include more information about it. I think that would be helpful. And I depending on what the improvements are, I think it would be helpful to um, suggest more outreach about these programs, like in community organizations, maybe even in schools and school newsletters and things like that. So we'll get to yeah. also Page five, line four through nine, you detail issues. Um, and I'm just wondering where the evidence is. I'm not questioning your evidence, but I'm just wondering how much list you have. And then you sort of bunch of buzzes bunched up. I have tweeted pictures. <laughs> I can cite a link to my tweet. I don't know if that's uh, a very, uh, I mean, it's photographic evidence. I think it would be helpful 
to have as much hard evidence as possible. So okay. if you need to link to a photo, maybe a file of a photo is on a tweet, that would be and then on line 20, um, just a minor edit, there should, I think there should be a width between unfamiliar and McLaren Park. This is correct. I'm not including some of the grammatical corrections that we do make, which I'm wondering, you know, I sort of, I guess my automatic concern to these proposals is that we're taking away service and resources from other SMTA programs. We already see little issues with, I mean, we already don't have school service, we already have SMTA functioning lines that want to die at home and have reduced service. Um, not only in terms of like operators for these vehicles, because I think we discussed the building with the source these programs. But I guess my concern is it's only work that's where you know, I could sort of fit in another program for this West, the basics of SFMC and already being met. What I would say in response to that is so the, the 76X is about that operates, it only operated on the weekends when there's already less scheduled service um, compared to the weekdays. So, you know, there's more operators um, to build those ships just because there's less service scheduled on other routes. And I would note that this route is very um, infrequent compared to many other routes. For example, like today, um, at its peak, the 49, which runs right outside the door here, uses 22 vehicles um, all day. This route, because it only comes every 60 to 90 minutes, only uses two vehicles the entire day. So it's a much smaller um, amount of vehicles that it uses. Um, in terms of, uh, and the other thing I would note is that um, if we were to make um, improvements to the efficiency of operations like the 44, if we address like, the traffic congestion there, um, you could run the route faster and therefore you could maintain, like if you can run a route that comes every 10 minutes, like the entire length of it in 50 minutes, you only need five buses. But if they shave 10 minutes off of that by, you know, getting rid of all of the cars that are like in the way, or, you know, creating, you know, traffic solutions, you know, they could reduce the time to 40 minutes and then only use four vehicles, for example. So, like, through operational efficiencies, like, that are being proposed, like, to address the 44, you could invest that into more 44 service, and that would be a valid thing to do. But you could also use those resources in other ways. And then in terms of the other services, such as the Camp Matter bus, um, I think it assumes, like, currently they use a third-party contractor um, to provide the senior week service. So I think it would be... Um, Fair to assume that they could continue to do that um, for the other other weeks of service. Okay, I, I appreciate that. I agree with you on the 44. I literally walked down whatever street is that makes that the comments. Um, I saw like three of them in our debating text here. That's the Um I, I guess you know at a time when we are going into a budget deficit and that's been cuts among all of the city departments. Um, I just I would appreciate, I think, an estimate of how much this would cost. How much of that is the SMJ budget, and how much of that money is being taken away from other services. That's my concern. And frankly, that's my, my headset going into all of our PPP work and future resolutions, because that the city is facing a significant deficit. I'm not just the reality. But I want to make sure that's.
one service as before the yeah. But I also agree, I want to make sure on the record I agree that there is an issue with accessibility for yeah, I don't know. I would just I agree with you that like it's always everything is a trade off in government. And you know, the reality is we put a lot of our tax dollars, you know, into this, you know, huge park that, you know, 13 million people, the tourists with their rental cars, you know, get to use. And you know, 34%, that's a huge, you know, one third of our city doesn't own a car. You know, maybe some people are, you know, physically able to like bike across the bridge and like walk into there. But you know, for for like you know, almost one third of our city, it, they just can't access, you know, this thing that our tax dollars are being poured into this national park. And I don't know, I just think that's a really big issue. So I understand like everything's a trade off, but at the end of the day, this is only two buses, you know, it can't cost that much. You know, we're, we're a city that runs 500 buses up and down the streets every day. We can't afford it. Are there any other questions? Yes. I just have a question. I don't know if you mentioned it in the beginning page. On your last page, you mentioned equity firing communities. Can you just list out which ones you consider? So, what I reference, and maybe I should make this more clear, is that uh, like equity priority communities is like a term that's defined by the, um, the Bay Area Metropolitan Transportation Division. So it's, it's an evolving path. It's based on like several factors, such as like vehicle ownership, percentage of people who are low income, percentage of people who are people of color, just all sorts of like various factors. So I could uh, like provide a citation to like a link about that yeah. that like, shows all of them. But it's like it's very like uh, I don't know. The borders are kind of all over the place. So um, I could I could also um, like try to list out like specific neighborhoods, and that would be helpful. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Then one other um, on page four, I present time one for that. So I think we should be hearing after like the presentation. On like line five, eleven, nineteen. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because there's a little, because there's like a seven, yeah. Okay. And then okay. the same thing on page five. So I think you're right on fifth one. This will be on, the, on 11. This one, it belongs because it's part of the. It's part of this. But it's still part of it. Yeah, I don't think you need it. There's a period. Yeah, it's a period. It's a period. It's not like I'm changing the meaning. Yeah, it's not correct. Okay. Um, I guess. Yeah, and then same thing on page five to number 18. Number 18. Okay. Um, I think what this is the one that I actually talked about. Yeah, that's all right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, just in regards to, you know, the, like the King County Trail Trailhead program. Which I think you know is a great idea. Like, do you have any more specifics about like with that study, like which you know like national parks or recreational areas you would think that that program should serve? Like within the Bay Area, it, it would depend. And I think this is something where we would want to like look at like funding and like who would operate this before we implement it. King County, like there, it's operated by King County Metro, which is like the transit agency in Seattle, and most of their service is like operated by like in-house operations, but they also utilize a contractor for this. Um, you know, 
I don't really have like a like I could throw out ideas. You know, I, I could say it should go to the beach in Half Moon Bay. It should go to Mount Diablo State Park. There, there's there's millions. It could go to China Camp, like State Park. There's a lot of different um, parks, and I think you know something. And maybe I should suggest this in the air is that they could do community outreach and see because I know a lot of these sites, you know, also have like a lot of like historical and cultural like significance. So like figure out what are the communities that like don't have access to cars, you know, what's important for them to like be able to access. Um, and uh, so maybe I'll suggest that like doing outreach to identify. Great. I just have a question about the seventy eight was it um was it stopped because there wasn't like why was it exactly stopped? Um so like basically in April of twenty twenty, like Muni cut like most of their services down to just like seventeen lines. So like even a lot of the routes in the city were cut. So it was mainly just a COVID response. Okay. And so but like before that response, the seventy six bikes was running. Yeah. With all of these, and they had the money to allocate for it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. And I have a question to that. This is the best of all. What What are the writers that come out by the question considering COVID in up to sixty or ninety minutes? Um. So. I, I mentioned some of this and I need to add the stats because I I received them. I did a public records request and I received the information after. But um, it was approximately 380 riders um, per service day, so about 40,000 per year in both um, the year 2018 and 2019. Like, how many is that? 380. So I can figure out the exact number of buses. But I believe if they just ran, let's, I mean, they operate in 10 hours a day in 60 to 90 minutes. I think that means there was like eight vehicles, 400 divided by eight. You'd be looking at about like, 50 people, so maybe like 25 out of them, because you assume everybody gets a round trip. So each bus served 25 people. It would be fair to say. Each bus trip took 25. Yes. Um, Mr. Can I ask what would be considered an ideal service? I'm not sure if Muni has performance metrics, and this service is very different than the rest of the like performance or like service. Um, that you need operates, so I'm not sure it would be fair to compare them necessarily. Um, like, you know, a bus like Mission, where you have a 60 foot bus, or a bus like the 49, where you have a 60 foot bus every six minutes, you, you would expect a higher like ridership um, to justify that service frequency. Whereas this is more of like a, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily describe it as like a lifeline service, but like there's certain, like the bus lines that run out in like rural, like West Marin, that come like every 60 or 90 minutes, it's not expected that they would have like. 20, 30 people on it. So I would say that it did pretty well, in my, my personal opinion. I, I could like find a big comparison maybe to like the like Golden Gate Transit buses that run from like San Francisco to Marin and like find that to you. I think that would be helpful. I'd be curious to know how successful that is in comparison So would you like so would would you think that would be a fair comparison to compare it to like I'm just trying to like to another to a bus that has a similar frequency and okay okay so like I'm just trying to gauge like would you be interested in like the like per like bus like ridership of something like like the Trailhead Direct program that's like you know like a recreational service or just like something that's more rural because I don't know there's a lot of like things you could categorize so I just want to make sure I get. 
could there be multiple? Because I would imagine. If it falls into multiple categories, I think it's worth comparing it to the categories. And do you want like like whatever their like service standard is or like their actual or like both? Like, so like you know, like in Bullying terms, are you curious like, oh, they have a, a service standard of having like 20 people per trip and then their actual is like 15, like do you want both? And like yeah. okay, I'm gonna try to make that. Also, does ridership affect uni funding? Is that so? I think some of the federal funding that they receive is like a formula that's like based on the like ridership. Um, I think like in the grand scheme of things, like obviously 400 riders is pretty small, like per day. You know, like compared to like a route like Geary, you know, that was like serving 50,000 people at least before the pandemic. It's not a huge share. Uh, but it could have some impacts on funding, and then obviously, like the fares people pay. But that's also a very. It was previously it was a higher percentage, but I don't think this would generate a lot of revenue in fares. Seeing that I have a few. Okay, first hold on. Three. I was just wondering if you okay, so you said um, when they operated on Sundays they had an average of 275 riders. Mm -hmm. Um and then you say they expanded their service, but um, I think it would be helpful if you could data if the average was increased. Yeah, so the average after they expanded from when they operating, I just didn't have the data at the time that like I sent this in. Yeah. Um, but the 275 increased to the current about 400. Um, like once they expanded service to include Saturdays and holidays. Yeah. Yeah, if you could add that, that would be helpful. Um, and then I was I was also wondering um, on page five, like at the very top of the page. When you talk about JFK um, and you say, which have highlighted concerns about access to the Union Park, especially given the implementation of a permanent JFK promenade, um, I think it would just be helpful to detail like it took away options for people, and then like many people thought that they would have to like resort to others, or just like why people had concerns about access and what it became. I just think it would be helpful um, to make it more comprehensive. So just like adding something there about how people were afraid that they wouldn't be able to access JFK by car. Um, and then, okay, and then on page six, um, at, at the very top of the page, when you're talking about aquarium, if you say promoting the park's unique features, um, it can better serve its existing visitors and inviting users. Um, I think it would be helpful if we talked about like what. New features and this is, like have a clear vision for like how the park is Yeah, I did. This is like it's kind of paraphrased from like a report from the parks department. So I had to go in and find some what they're referencing when they say unique features. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to be helpful. Um, and then, okay. And then I was a little confused about the last clause on page six. Like when you say um, 
urging the MTA to study a program similar to King County's Trailhead Direct Program that would provide a public transit connection for services for young people to access various recreational destinations. I think you mentioned that you like wanted that to be kind of open-ended. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like were you considering like making it more specific, like maybe highlighting like specific recreational options? Yeah, so I think because um, I think uh, Commissioner Adair had similar comments about this uh, that I might mention, like a few possibilities, like for example, you know, survey like Aki Bay, like State Beach, or even like Bear Woods or something like that. Um, so I could list out a few examples, and I think I also want to mention that you know I, I really want to hear from the community, and I think MTA should, but if they're going to implement a service like this, um, you know, especially of people who don't have access to cars right now, you know, where do they want to go? You know. Because, as I mentioned in response to that, you know, a lot of like these state parks and stuff have like historical or cultural significance. And, you know, like knowing that, like, you know, the access to cars is different among different communities, I really want to make sure that people who have at least access are able to like access the sites that are important to them. Okay. Okay. Um, and then another thing on page seven, um, on line seven. <laughs> When you say and restricting private vehicle access, maybe you could like specify what restriction would look like. Like you wanna ban cars like all the way through that stretch, or like do you well I want them to develop a plan to reduce delays. So it, it could include that. I don't know. Let's, that's for them to study. I don't know. Okay. But they're gonna ban their cars. I would support that, but I'm not I mean, saying I mean, they do that. I mean, so can I just suggest that you Yeah, I was a little confused about this clause. Like, I think maybe it would be helpful if you could, like, including just possible, would it be fair to so possibly including including investigating options for anything, including possible increased parking enforcement, parking and road and shape? Yeah, yeah, just like adding a verb there. Okay. Nice. And, um, I don't know. I feel like if you have an opinion about banning cars in that stretch, you should just put it in this resolution. Like, because if you tell them to study it, they're studying and you're like, okay, we did that. Like, what then? Well, they're going to study it and you wouldn't have to do it. So, in the future, you should get a Come back, let's see the results. Or maybe be next year. Um, okay, fine. You can leave it. I don't really care. It's fine. <laughs> that was not the, the biggest piece of input I had. Um, oh, okay, overall, my input is that like I feel like the resolution is very good in that it focuses on like very specific things. Like it focuses on the 76 and Golden Gate Park. But I think like in order to make it more comprehensive, you should just like study all parks in San No, I'm not saying you have to like write about every single park in the city, but I'm just like, can you like ask them to develop a study to see like what communities want in terms of like recreation? Because this seems like like, it's great that you have, like, such, like, a personal perspective about, like, all of these parts, but I think, like, you know, from the lens of someone else who, like, is not, doesn't want to go to Camp Bay there or, like, doesn't care about going to Park, like, like, what do they care about? I'm just saying, like, making this resolution, like, more holistic by, like, asking the MTA to do a study or something, like, I don't really have a clear idea with, like, a study on, like, what different communities throughout the city, like, want and, like, use, like, well, like, I want to see data on, like, what parks are, like, the most it's like maybe it's probably one but like you could like add it i don't know i just feel like having a more general scope about like park equity would be helpful especially because like for budget season like 
Yeah, like, I mean, these are all great, and you can definitely like include this, but it would be helpful if you had more general information about like what parks are you utilize the most, and like what communities want the most, and like what communities are like the most to crime. So, do you want me to like, like, so like, would the, would the ask be, are you like concerned about like the, the parks themselves or like access to the park, the road, or? I feel like it would just like, it, it would be helpful if there was sort of more like general background about like, like what parks are like serving communities and what communities are like most deprived of like recreation and parks because that would like strengthen the whole resolution and just like these things are like all like ultra specific and I, I just feel like there's gonna be like more general background all of your things. Okay, I can I can I can I can tell you Oh, yeah. 
how much what people want will impact existing service existing services and the attention on efficiency and other ways of public transit. Um, and then I think it would also maybe this is a separate resolution or something, but you mentioning the way that city city uses funds. It would be interesting to know to do more research on how funds that maybe aren't being used in a great way. So maybe ways to use funding more efficiently and find a way to create um, this. Because I hear everyone's concerns, and I think that's definitely a valid point. And I also think, though, that it is really cool when a city does fund things for people. Like, there, there is a balance, like we said before, there is a balance between the practicality of it and also really amazing opportunities that people will enjoy. And so I think that understanding how much of an impact this will have with practicality will help. Yeah. What else, Commissioner Dared? I understand, like, there's a lot of pushback here. And, like, I think Commissioner Law has mentioned that, like, that the city's like seven miles by seven miles. Like, it's important to focus on stuff inside the city. But I would argue maybe that, like, sort of emphasizes that we should be, you know, expanding, you know, we should be giving people opportunities that are relatively low cost, you know, explore nature and, you know, have these services to count after. Um, you know, I think that's in the Sierras and other places in the Bay Area. Shouldn't we be finding that for relatively low cost because the city is so small, so urban, and providing those opportunities to, you know, these families? I, I would argue that that's a complete use of our resources. I also think that, I think Camp Mather is like a good example as to what city accessibility. And I think that's like what we have in here as well. There's a lack of information for people to get where they will. And that's what Pink Power is saying. People who want to go I think that we can keep Pink Power in this organization, but I think maybe adding more examples of like other ways that like the city also improves yeah, and I think that's definitely like important. And you know, I also want to just say that you know, this resolution—it's not the end all, like be all resolution. You know, a lot of this stuff is just asking. Like, some of it is just asking for studies. At least some of it is calling for us to you know spend money on things. You know, and there's definitely trade-offs to that. I would just say, you know. That, you know, when we talk about focusing, you know, just within the city, you know, I, I've had many other resolutions, slow streets, you know, bus stop uh, resolutions, you know, to improve what is in our city. And there's more to come, you know, we're working on a school driver resolution, you know, to expand service, you know, for you all throughout the city to go to all sorts of different schools. And yeah, there's always going to be lots of needs and this obviously, you know, it's, it's not the end all, you know, it's not, it's not everything, not everything. I do appreciate all the time. Any other questions? Okay, seeing Well, thank you so much, Commissioner, for sharing the resolution. It's all of everyone's questions. Um, 
yeah, if anyone's interested in supporting the mission, remember, because I know there were many suggestions of just reach out. I'll, I'm also interested in yeah, definitely. Like, if you have any, like, you know, things you think I should like read, like reports or stuff, I definitely switch notes on your feedback and all like look into that. Um, but also, you know, like reach out and like, especially if you are like very interested in this, you know, even if like you don't necessarily have time to like contribute to like the writing of this, I'd love to like send it to you like in advance and just like get feedback before the next resolution. So you know, just definitely you know reach out to me, and I'm I'm definitely uh, interested in working with y'all to. Ensure that this really is like the best resolution for us. Great, thank you. Um, is there any public comment on this item of the agenda? If members of the public would like to speak and have not already done so, please press star three or raise your hand. Chair, you have no public comment. Thank you. Public comment is now closed. Or can you please call item number eight? Item number eight is combating fentanyl usage resolution. This is the first reading and discussion item presented by Commissioner Colleen. Okay, great. I'll pass it off to Commissioner Colleen to do the resolution. Do you need help? Yes, please. Can you like help? Yeah, I can help. Let me share with you. Okay, so I changed the ordering ordering of pseudo sections. Um, I can't read any one. Can you please read the one that you have submitted for supporting documents? Because members of the public have not seen your edits. Yeah, you can, um, after you read it, you can explain which one. Yeah. Okay. So I wrote a resolution advocating for the Bordas, or just for our NARCAM program to be implemented in all of San Francisco schools because of the increase in fentanyl deaths and because of how much drugs um, killed uh, youth. So it's part of I, um, I can see that. Okay, so combating usage resolution urging a board of supervisors and the mayor of San Francisco to implement a Narcan program in all San Francisco public, private, and charter schools, as well as some extra naloxone boxes to young people's homes and to disseminate information about potentially deadly counterfeit medication in order to improve safety measures and prevent further fentanyl deaths. Whereas fentanyl is a quickly active synthetic opioid that is frequently used to treat severe pain and as a supplement to general anesthesia because of its pain relieving effects similar to those of morphine and whereas the potency of fentanyl can be up to 50 to 100 times greater than that of heroin. And whereas after being given medical approval in the United States for the treatment of pain, fentanyl has been used extensively in anesthesia practice since 1968 and Whereas fentanyl has now saturated terms to those drugs that bond with it being illegally produced in laboratories as a safe fentanyl prescription that is frequently linked recent fentanyl overdoses and whereas drug dealers are selling the synthetic fentanyl in numerous ways, including one on water paper and eyedroppers, nasal sprays as powder, tablets, capsules, and solutions, two on pills that resemble other prescription prescription opioids such as adderalls. Xanax, OxyContin, and three on a variety of substances such as black tar, heroin, cocaine, I cannot pronounce this, methylin, deoxy, methamphetamine, FDA, alphanemic ecstasy, slash molly, block, and powder cocaine, and whereas schedule is extremely dangerous additive, mixing it with other drugs, this is the risk of drug users who are unaware that the drugs they're taking may contain fentanyl. As a result, the drugs may contain strong-like opioids that the individual is accustomed to, which could result in overdose. And 
Whereas fentanyl like heroin, morphine, and other opioid drugs binds to the body's opioid receptors, which are located in parts of the brain that regulate pain and emotions. And after repeatedly ingesting opioids, the brain becomes accustomed to, accustomed to them, decreasing their sensitivity and making it difficult to derive pleasure from sources other than the drug, which can lead users to develop an addiction. And whereas in the spring of 2015, the first wave of fentanyl and food service students from the white powder market has tried to wipe. And since then, there have been multiple clusters of and increased in fentanyl contamination. And whereas in the fall of 20. 15 fake Xanax and narco tablets containing fentanyl service and, and harm reduction programs report difficulty informing the population of people who abuse medications and whereas San Francisco data from 2016 on fentanyl related deaths show that 14 of those states and deaths have been side of injection, 64% of them in private homes or single version cells, and 10 of the deaths revealed the presence of methamphetamine, and six of the deaths revealed the presence of Whereas crack cocaine was the cause of a wave of nine non fatal overdoses and one fatal overdose that occurred in San Francisco in April 2017, and test results from the toxicology lab at Second Bird San Francisco General Hospital, BSFGH, indicated that the crack cocaine was contaminated with fentanyl, and whereas, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 107,375 people in the United States died of drug overdoses and drug poisonings at the end of 2021. Startling 67% of those deaths were attributed to synthetic opioids like fentanyl. Some of these deaths were caused by fentanyl mixed with other drugs like cocaine, methamphetamine, and heroin, with many children they were taken back. And did you read them? I read according to Whereas, according to the California Department of Public Health, there were 234 fentanyl related deaths in California in 2016, a greater than 73 in 2017, 59% increase in one year. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm Whereas in 2020 and 2021, the tenor one itself the market so much difference. Each saw between 18% and 23% of overdose deaths, with many of these deaths taking place outside or on sidewalks in front of buildings. And whereas roughly 70% of the functional fatality in the Tundralog and Soma districts were men between the ages of 35 to 64. And whereas in March 2022, the San Francisco Department of Public Health issued a health warning in response to the great. Fatal and non-fatal deaths among cocaine users who unintentionally ingested fentanyl and whereas three fatal and nine non-fatal fentanyl overdoses among San Francisco residents who reported the intended to use just cocaine were reported to SFPCH between March 3rd and 17, with the three fatal overdoses occurring on March 5th, 2022 in the Mission District and whereas over 1,306 drug overdose deaths have occurred to San Francisco, the entire district of Soma once more hosting the majority of these fatalities and whereas according to Gene Cooper, Chief Strategy and Impact Officer for the nonprofit reply, quote, the reality is that the drivers to what we see on the streets here are systemic issues that not only on San Francisco show but the major cities across the United States are struggling with right now. And it's around a lack of affordable housing, a lack of access to affordable quality health care, and that includes mental health and social treatment and and whereas a rise in rainbow federal also with this rainbow fed has also saturated San Francisco's drug supply, with drug dealers targeting teenagers and young adults because brightly colored pills 
and powder attracts your desires in. Whereas a low teen drug, you have remained constant over time, deaths have been rapidly increasing. 253 2019, 680 in 
According to research on the impacts of a community-based naloxone distribution program and opioid overdose mortality rates carried out in North Carolina and whereas the North Carolina study also calculated that unlawful distribution directed roughly 352 deaths during a three-year period and whereas according to a study conducted by the Ohio Department of Health, the state of Ohio provided 145,645 which led to 19,764 of kids were distributed between 2014 and 2021, resulting in a total of 15,037 verified addresses Whereas, of course, the strategy, more than 23 open overdoses involved witnesses and with the threat equipment to like Naloxone bystanders can take action to prevent overdose deaths and Whereas the Narcan program has been adopted in California school districts such as Placer County, Marin County, Sonoma County, and Los Angeles County. And whereas in 2020, 24 Placer County residents lost their lives to functional poisoning, nearly half over 25 years of age, including a 17 year old student who searched what he thought was a prescription, was a prescription of Percocet. Through a drug dealer on the social media platform Snapchat, which turned out to be a fentanyl pill. And whereas because of these young deaths, Placer County has created a one pill can kill campaign, Placer campaign to inform students about the dangers of fentanyl and substance abuse and implemented additional resources to help teens and young adults cope with stressors without turning to illicit pills and resources to support parents navigating different difficult conversations with their children. And Whereas in Marion County, March 2021, 57% of the 65 total fatal overdoses were directly fentanyl, fentanyl and several deaths, including teens who unknowingly took papers to conduct related fentanyl purpose on social media and on the streets. And whereas Marion County has ensured that more than 100 local pharmacists are trained on many forms of surgery, Marion and first responders all over the world keep life saving naloxone at ready when responding to emergencies, as well as are educating Marion County. From schools to nonprofits, distributing, directing, and helping individuals with substance use disorders access treatment options. And whereas Marin County's abundant data demonstrating how successful distributing naloxone has been, according to the 2015 Marin County Emergency Medical Services, administering naloxone to 133 people contact EMS. In 2016, Marin County EMS administered naloxone to 132 people, and non EMS individuals administered naloxone to three people. And in 2018, Marin County EMS administered naloxone to 38 people and non EMS individuals administered naloxone to 48 people. And whereas between 2016 and 2018, Marin County data further showed this is that family members administered naloxone 12 times, first staff administered naloxone 32 times, police officers administered naloxone 15 times, and rehab software staff administered naloxone 10 times. Demonstrating the importance of bystanders having the loss of on him and whereas 60% of individuals required to take from the loss of schools are not to reversibility of overdose. Now, therefore, be it resolved that the 2022 2023 of the city of San Francisco implores the mayor and board of supervisors to implement the loss of distribution project in all services for public, private, and charter schools in collaboration with the Department of Health Care Services and the Medicine. Overdose Prevention and Education Project to reduce fentanyl overdose related deaths across San Francisco and the Further resolved of the 2022 2022 provision that the city has, the mayor and board of supervisors to distribute free NARSAN for all San Francisco students, staff, parents, 
I assume those are the states of San Francisco, but I'm not sure. Yes. Also, I forgot to include, but I know that um, because of how fractional, but um, now the amount of fentanyl that are used in like drugs and state prescriptions, um, prescription pills, and now requires two to three doses of naloxone for a person to for it to overdose. Reverse the overdose. So I'm taking people that. Um, a few years ago, it only took like one dose. Um, of naloxone to like over reduce the overdose, but now it takes two to three, um, which says like how compared to being just because now it's really incident um, to overdose, and we need more naloxone. Um, um, something um, to add, and page five. Um, again, just to clarify, when you say naloxone, uh, seven um, my three, that's um, SF as well. Oh, I think that's like, like that. 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 US. That's why I have that. 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 That's if that should also be included in the result with no focus on like teenagers, let's look at parents whose one year old um, somehow inhaled as you see uh, that not. So I don't know about training on parents or just somehow including that demographic of you uh, who are unable to, you know, speak for themselves, um, the parents' role in that. Um, I think I would. Suggest clarifying what the minimum age is to distribute Narcan when you say doing it to students instead of doing it to be giving it to kindergartners. Wait, what? I assume it would not be distributed to the. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Like, age like what the minimum age is. And it sounds like other um, places have implemented this program. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I should. Okay. I'll look into like what ages it's allowed, but I also feel like teachers and women like so you like kindergarten elementary have so just um just following up with that. I know you mentioned other um copies of districts that have adopted this, but I think this would be good idea. The follow that was saying that it would give the it's to like everybody in all of San Francisco, teachers, students, business owners. That like, how did the other counties implement this policy? That it sounds like the like the actual logistics of distributing this this thing. How did that work? Okay. Um. When I Marin, they they sent out to their schools, to pharmacists, and also gave them to like fire departments and police departments just to have them organized. Um, and then I also believe that they need it. I think it's free. I might be wrong, but I think it's free if you go to uh, a pharmacist and you can just get free what for the long song. I brought it back. Okay, cool. Uh, just like for, I guess, country, I don't know what to call it, but everywhere else you 
but consent as like the word. Yeah. And then on page two, it's like an actual consent. So I guess like share when consent. And then also like I was wondering, I think this is kind of like what Mr. Mantis was saying, like the distribution of it all. Like how much does it cost to like make Interested, like when you say, I don't know, you're talking about the rain. When they, you say they gave it to the schools, like is it like just like the school like staff have it on hand, or like did they actually distribute it to like each student? No, but then it's like administration people. But are you? Yeah. I think that's. I think that they should pay like some boxes to students take. Like. So just like give one to every student then, or like students who. Or like students who wish to have like that. Okay, so it would just be like, yeah, okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, I guess my other question is just like, so, like, you mentioned, like, um, people are like misrepresenting, like, on Snapchat, like, they said it was like one thing, but it turns out that is another, and I think that's like very serious, you know, like, I don't, I don't support like a, you know, like, full on, like, oh, war on drugs, let's, you know, correct everybody, yeah. you know, in the streets. But when people are doing something like serious like that, like misrepresenting, you know, what it is that they're selling, you know, like, do you, like, I think we should like add something about like enforcement and like, you know, to like go after people who are misrepresenting like what, what it is that they're selling. I also think that's not actually, I think this is a simple. There's trying to stop people from getting any drugs in the front end. It's very, very important. That's I would guess the I think this is like it's super frustrating about drugs from Snapchat, but no, I'm just saying if we're talking about because but it's not Narcan distribution, it's combating fentanyl usage. So that would be a way to combat fentanyl usage. Yeah. I, I think I I think the exception is what I read is that the number one the number one way that you can obtain drugs is through social media platforms like and share. Yeah. Thank you. Um, well, I want to first thank you for the work. Thank you for ending this. Um, and just the the high level of research, especially at my neighboring county. So. There's water in the train. Is that a neighboring county? That's a county. Yeah, it is a county. county. Yeah. But there's water. I don't know. It's neighboring. Still got it. No, um, and, and getting back to this. Uh, I want to 
the impact comments by recognizing that this is a reduction in employment. So it's what I think it a bigger part of the solution to the problem. Uh, kind of talking about the commission that goes on process that Locke has mentioned, there's a lot more to it that needs to come from enforcement laws uh, and states uh, and getting these third topic streets to monitor um, but I also kind of agree with my Richmond office saying I don't want to muddy the waters too much. I think on a combating technical usage is quite broad. Um, but I, I definitely support it. So, like, maybe change the title to like. Yeah, I think that would make Richmond a lot of No, Markham program. Or, yeah, something like that. A recent workshop. And then the only other thing I would, I would ask is, it, it, it seems like the result, I'm wondering how realistic the result section is. Yeah. Um, and I I hesitate to suggest reducing it because I'm, again, really supportive of it, but it just seems like the cost would be so high for the city yeah. and county and the execution of it would be relatively unrealistic that I feel like it would be more powerful and more not limiting. And I guess but a, a, a more realistic plan for um, implementation that we can really get the DPH and say, hey, we want this to happen. And this is the beginning of the Do you have any ideas as to what that would be? I would say, no, I would say schools and setting. I'm not sure if we want to include business centers. Yeah. I would focus on, I think my idea is to focus here on school sites more so than individual teachers as well. Um, I agree with what Commissioner Mark Obama said, and I think that one way, one maybe more feasible way could either be spreading more information in school about the way you can access this. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's not, I don't know how feasible it is, but it's not feasible to get it distributed to every school. It might be easier to send out emails and pamphlets about where you can get this stuff. Um, and then another thing to add is kind of like in many schools with like COVID test kits, they originally at first were distributing with each student, but you could also pick one up outside a certain office. And so it might be worth saying like, maybe there isn't enough for every single student because that would be sitting a lot of money. But Require schools to have a certain amount of methods per se for students to use or for you know in case like uh just wanted to add so DPH does have like a specific uh, division that does uh, Narcan distribution um, to city employees. Um, I did a training when I was a San Francisco fellow. Basically, they like showed us like how to use it, and then we got a prescription to pick it up at one of like the clinics um, that's ran by DPH. So if you want, we can like connect you to get additional information on how DPH is currently doing that distribution process. It's not well known. Like, not many city employees know about it, um, but I think it, it would be useful to gather, like, their data and, and see how they've been doing that distribution. Because yeah. it's right now, it's only to city employees. 
personally, my school is starting the steps to implement a marketing program, and they're collaborating with Dope, the Dope Project, and the, the acronym. It's like the marketing and distribution program, uh, which is what inspired this. I think that it's important to also have all but another thing that I thought of was like what Walmart said if we just gave you our initiatives of it to city employees, you could have it and you were asking to show the importance, like if they are already having this kind of program, most of the employees, this first time necessity of it on like the yeah, city official level, but how many city officials are going to run into like all of those situations on the school sites, like kind of just like a possible number of things that to support the necessity of So I don't think it would hurt to ask something about the first thing. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, I think um, if you wanted to add research about San Francisco, you could do it like on page eight, like before you talk about all of the other counties, because it would just help like provide insight before you go into what other jurisdictions. And also um, the part about like raising awareness in schools and like increasing availability and accessibility. Mm -hmm. I think all of that language is like very open-ended and loose. But like my perspective is that like if it's like too broad and also like it's not radical, but it's like kind of like a lot to ask for. I feel like if the asks are like that big and that open-ended, like people aren't gonna listen. So I just think like Maybe like by adding all of that information about like what's currently provided and like what's lacking, um, and also like specifying like what exactly you want in the resolve clauses, it would like strengthen the whole resolution a lot. But like overall, it's a really good resolution. But, yeah, those are all the points. I have one more thing. I don't know. I just noticed on page four, line four. It says fatal and non-fatal deaths, so it isn't like a death by definition fatal. So like this is supposed to say overdoses instead of deaths. Anyone else? Yeah. 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 Oh, fatal and non-fatal. It's a non-fatal death. You could like die and then like come back. No, I think that I think that should probably be overdoses. Yes. yes. If you're, if you're, if you're like, medically dead, like, it's not, it's not there. I mean, well, then you wouldn't have died. Like, if you, you die, you just came back. Like, you die, and then you came back. That doesn't make sense. Okay. <laughs> um, are there any other further comments or questions? If not, thank you so much, Commissioner, for me, for your very comprehensive resolution. Um, if anyone wants to help with the resolution, like ask for the suggestions. Yeah. Uh, staff, is there any public comment on this item of the agenda? You have no public comment. Great. Public comment is now closed. Um, I think we should take a 10 minute recess before we go into the next items. Um, so everyone should be back at 7 12. Well, Billy, I was like, when do they go to Okay. I call this meeting. I call this meeting back to order at 7 12 p.m. Um, Unfortunately, I need to use the bathroom, so I'll be handing the gallon to uh, Commissioner Parker Palmer. I'll be right back. Item number nine is retreat debrief. Um, this is a discussion item. Presenters are the YC staff. Thank you. Um, go ahead. Yeah, so um, basically there is a survey that y'all uh, are required to fill out. Um, so I think maybe take like five minutes uh, to fill it out it's somewhere in there. Uh, what did you find most meaningful about today? Like today? Today? No, like, like, like Saturday. Oh, okay. Should we do it on here? Where? Yes. 
Yes, please fill it out and then submit it to I'm them. requiring your written um, form because only five people submitted last time and we need critical feedback from everyone. But you, you sent this I sent out in Google forms. It will be like five people filling out. No shade intended, but there is shade intended. Can you keep these now? There's so many. I was like, yeah, can you get that? No, because you know, we're like, Voice vote. So yeah. it's all in favor saying aye. And then they said, you know, everybody was saying that. And I already said it. And I motioned for it. And then I just said, hey, I was like asleep. I was just like, so I'll give you like five minutes. I'm like, who gave us the I started writing because I think I'm Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, let's yeah. let's go ahead and be able to do that. If you're not done, it's possible. Why are you trying to make sure? Is it to be I'm going to hand the gavel back to Chair Quinn to continue our retreat. Yeah. Um, well, well, did the staff woman leave this part or stop it? I think, um, for timing purposes, um, we will look over all your um, feedback. And if you have additional feedback, to send it in. Uh, so we're not going to have a discussion. I think we should have a discussion. Yeah. Can you keep it like brief? Like yeah. one person? Thank you. Okay. Because I can also time you Okay. Does anyone have any thoughts to start off? Okay. Do you want to start? Okay. You should go back. Oh, okay. Um, I'm just concerned by the political bias demonstrated in the SFI presentation. Um, they mentioned their political allegiance multiple times. They talked about being in the progressive politics. They talked about multiple political issues that they supported. And they mentioned multiple elected officials, like supervisors and the district attorneys, and their student death campaign. And I think it's very concerning that we had someone present who demonstrated the political bias because as a condition, we're supposed to be nonpartisan. And so that was that was my big concern is I think that their presentation didn't reflect our duties. Um, well, I thought that it was great to have time to work on it. On the BPP and I love the community circle, it was really meaningful. Um, I agree with Commissioner about or writing about the uh, about the SF Rising presentation. I understand, you know, that they, they had sincere beliefs, but I just wonder that, you know, out of youth commission retreat, whether it's the best use of our time, really, you know, best practice to, to hear those sorts of things. So I think that's definitely something to consider moving forward. And, you know, if we're going to have groups speak to us, maybe we think we can talk about which groups those are. Yes, I, I think I said the most
but I think also looking at like our individual like goals and like um, you know like are we representing especially for district commissioners like our specific district and like you know what actions like have we taken to like you know learn from or like hear from people in the district and stuff like that so like on a more personal level um, as well. I think it was overall really good, and I appreciate staff's efforts to put it together. I'm going to try and sell time to keep myself, so it's been a better better. Um, I want to say that I think it's about the second to 27th. Okay. Well, we'll see. I want to say that I think most of the day went well. Uh, I found this community so important to be helpful, um, just to understand where everyone is coming from and where. Um, my only suggestion is maybe consider dividing it into two different groups so that we can get good questions a little bit faster. I don't want to cut anyone off at time, but I also want to make sure we get through those questions and kind of just random groups so people might be a little bit some easier way to manage that. Um, and then I want to echo a lot of the concerns that Christian has raised regarding the investigation systemizing. Um, I, don't, I don't need to reiterate, I don't need to. What I'll add to that conversation is, is two things. One, this is a, a concern that I brought up before the presentation was held. I think other commissioners did as well. Um, I'm wondering if staff can elaborate on what the conversations look like between staff and XF Rising and to see how it when and if you knew how political and how issue specific it was going to get and exactly how biased it was going to be, because I get the impression that you all no, I can give a like a further explanation, but I would like for you to finish your um sure. Yeah. Um and then uh oh and then the other thing I would say is the reason that I find this so um kind of problematic is not even really the content of what they had to say, but the fact that they were given access to us on our retreat day in a way that other community organizations were not given the opportunity to lobby us, essentially, which is what happened. Um, like, like that's, I mean, I'm not, I disagree with SF Rising on a lot of issues, and that's perfectly valid on both of our thoughts, and I'm more than happy for them to present to the new commission at a meeting as all other community organizations would have the ability to do so. Um, and come and public comment and, and hear them out. If they want to set up a meeting with me, I'll do that too. Um, as I am kind of willing to do with any community organization that wants to kind of talk to us about youth issues. Um, but that's not what happened. What happened was they were given access in a way that other organizations weren't. Which um, I don't even think is like, I don't want to put that on staff because I think that you all probably were not, were not aware of what this presentation was going to look like. But that's why I had such a reaction to it. And I still have feelings about it that I want to make sure that it's not being Sharing, are there any other comments or questions? Would you like for me to respond? Uh, can I add? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, I agree with most people's comments about the bias. Like, there's, there's no need for me to add as well. But um, yeah, I'm going what Commissioner Barker Said. I mean, I think the emphasis of like having that presentation was uh, we were told that it would be useful for budget advocacy, and I think like 
we were at such a crucial time in terms of like budget season that I would have appreciated just a bit more work time overall. So I think um, that's like where a lot of my frustration came from. But I mean, I did appreciate connecting with them. I appreciate staff for like showing us different organizations, but I would have appreciated that time going towards budget season, especially because we're all very like behind and overwhelmed. Um, and about the community circle, I appreciated it. I just think it would have been more effective if we did popcorn style because I feel like when we go around in a circle, it's just like so forced that like it's it's not a natural conversation. So I feel like whereas if we um, were able to popcorn, we could like build off of each other's faults and it would also would have been a lot more efficient. So um, either like splitting it up into multiple groups or like allowing people to just like chime. I think that would make the conversation flow a lot more naturally. But like. Overall, I really appreciated everything staff did to like, put together a treat, and um, I also appreciate that it was very efficient and that we got it done in less than a day. But overall, I mean, I think it's just addressing like the political bias within that said rising presentation and also like making the community circle efficient, but also. Would you like for me to respond? Okay, thank you. Um, no, thank you for your feedback. I totally appreciate it. So from my understanding, we've been having to reschedule SF Rising um, since September uh, since they wanted to come and kind of rebuild the relationship that they had in the past with um, the Youth Commission. They felt uh, with Vote 16, both in 2016, 2020, and they've been a really great partner throughout other different uh, youth campaigns. Um, my biggest concern uh, during this presentation was that for me, as someone who is a community organizer in the past, we have focused a lot on policy. We have not done anything to build a relationship with the community. And a part of that is, yes, we're writing resolutions. Yes, we're advocating on policies on the BOS. But at the end of the day, we're not transmitting that information to the community, to other youth who are not here in this space. I think a part of me that I like about SF Rising and I was hoping is that they give you more of a knowledge that there's youth not being represented in this circle. So um, I do apologize that they did mention some of their C4, um, their um, student debt uh, campaign is a part of their C3, which, you know, there's college students in San Francisco and that's a part of your demographic, which those students are around 21, 22, 23. So I do apologize if they didn't mention some of like their supervisor campaign work. Um, but my main focus was for y'all to kind of just understand that there's more components to just writing policy and expecting your supervisor to do something. Because my biggest concern is, you know, we have the VPP and we pass it and that's it. There's not going to be any other advocacy from y'all because y'all are too invested in writing that different resolutions, getting them passed. Our biggest focus as a team is like, how do we also bring in different knowledge for y'all to be like, okay, like, I understand I have to contact these different groups in my community. I have to engage with more students across the city, you know, especially students who may not know about the Youth Commission. So that was my understanding. Also, it was kind of like a weird mix, and I think I should have explained more that SF Rising is going to talk about like who they are as an organization, because that's what we're trying to do with different organizations. And, you know, one of their campaigns is canceling student debt. And, you know, they're like, oh, my God, maybe we can get some interns out of it. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't think they're interested in that. But it's a way for y'all to get more invested in the work that they do. 
Um, I know we're trying to get other organizations like Together SF, Parent Action, you know, there's C3s that come in um, since they're also doing a lot of work with like youth in San Francisco. So this was like a pilot that we were trying to do in September of bringing different organizations. But as you know, we're also trying to build a re like relationship with these organizations and um, just trying to build validity and also at the end of the day, building that coalition again for Vote 16. Because right now, it looks like a dumpster fire and our timeline looks really bad for all this stuff. But anyway, I do apologize. Um, I do take full ownership of this and the disappointment. My only ask is like, I was really hurt after the retreat because I heard this was a waste of time from some of the commissioners. And let me tell you, like, staff worked super hard on this. And right now, if you're not like, oh, thank you, thank you. No, I'm sorry. Like, I heard that like this was like a waste of time, that y'all had high expectations. And frankly, like, I would want y'all to be more transparent with staff and tell us to our faces than text about it then talk amongst each other about it. Um, because y'all are adults, y'all are commissioners, y'all are public servants, and we expect a lot from you, and your appointing officers expect a lot from you. So yeah, that is my response, and let's continue on with the meeting. Thank you. Thank you. Um, is there any further discussion or points on this item of the agenda? Seeing none, is there any public comment? Chair, there is no public comment. Thank you. Please call item number 10. Item number 10 is committee reports. Okay. Um, so, starting off with the executive committee, I'll pass it on to Officer Robin Shaw. Hey, all again, it's a pleasure. Um, um, just to brief you guys on the legislation uh, with the new submission, we just passed the um, resolution number seven, which is Way with the little study, uh, but we're still looking at uh, on the radar uh, the mental health resolution from the beginning of the year. Uh, but, uh, mental use for the second reading, as well as the central processing as it uses schools. But I do want to give out a message to commissioners uh, that Commissioner Shaw and I are willing to help sponsor the resolutions for whatever ideas you guys have. Uh, just so we can have more engagement from all commissioners on the on the commission. So uh, feel free to comment so if you have any ideas for any resolution. Um, so I for that something that came to mind was having like uh, a little form, if you will, to have you guys talk to us. Like during the retreat, one of the biggest things, first thing we did was talk about goals uh, for the rest of the year, and that includes uh, individual introspection. And so what we want to do is kind of uh, again just encourage. Uh, folks to uh, really tap into your ideas and so your voice can be heard um, as far as the solution writing goes. And then again, we kind of want to pitch you guys if it's something of interest. It's having like a little form where you just kind of put down um, ideas that you want to uh, kind of uh, unpack um, and write about resolutions. And you know, one thing that can be kind of daunting is writing a resolution on your own. So um, on top of our uh, help, if you uh, so choose, we will also kind of do like matchmaking, if you will, like people have some more interest, um, just kind of putting that sense like, hey, Mr. Such-Such, you know, Mr. Such-Such also kind of big um, idea that if someone's yours, maybe you guys can co-sponsor a resolution together just to help uh, build camaraderie and like uh, 
teamwork, if you will, between the commission. So it's not just only on you, um, especially if it's your first time writing a resolution. So that's just an idea. Um, before I continue with the BLS side of things, just want to see a quick response from the on time if that's something of interest. Or if it's not, that's perfect. I think that sounds like a great idea. To add on to that, I would suggest instead of a form maybe dealing with the Google Sheets that every part of the commission actually I don't know how to do that. Yeah. And we'll talk to staff. Maybe. Not everyone's on it at the same time. Yeah. I think I just think like the general reason why I thought a sheet would be helpful is to let commissioners know what other commissioners are working on so that they have the opportunity to reach out about something they might not have known about. So I, will, I will leave it at the discussions of the LAOs just because there are common interests within all of you all. However, there has been a lack of reaching out in general between commissioners. I just think it would be helpful if commissioners knew what other commissioners were doing. Yes, and I'm going to add a but just because I feel like you all do have a general sense and you all have talked about legislative priorities publicly as well. And there has been a lack of reaching, taking the initiative to, to reach out. I think I might have like a a fix because in my report, I was going to ask for y'all to do many reports for your appointing officers. Mm -hmm. So maybe we can combine that. But it was going to be your appointing officer, like going to your appointing officer, not the full youth commission. But if that's something that y'all also want to see, like maybe we can combine it. You would just have to send it to me or like Joy or something. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So I think if the LAOs know, the LAOs can. Put that together and the LAOs can oversee that the communication is happening. So how do you find out if someone's working that you'd love to be So what Reagan was uh, Commissioner Shaw was saying? Yeah, the idea was we would have a kind of like I want to get them to just like help let you know like hey commissioner but like pretty good commissioner I mean whatever something uh, just pops up and we know that say commissioner and commissioner two be like hey you know you guys both have time interested in particular topic you guys can both have a resolution and we can help you guys in that process so that would get me we would see on our end oh these three commissioners have like so much positive interest let's put them in the same uh let's just let them know and we can case start that because I feel like the biggest issue is starting with ideas and then everything else with research and things of that nature. It's just that kickstart would be ideal. But I don't know if that's that common. I'm just going to say, I think, like, in response to what Bro was saying, I think what Commissioner Oti and what Commissioner Shaw is pointing out fixed that issue. Like, the fact that we don't communicate with each other and don't take initiatives also just because, like, we don't know. Like, yes, they might have said something publicly, but I don't think all of us are keeping track of what every single person has said. So like I think I personally would find this going to be really useful as like a first year commissioner, not really knowing where to put my toes into like specific projects. If this was like an available resource, I think it would be really helpful for a lot of people who are just trying to figure out what it would want. What I would add even maybe if you want to stick with the form, maybe just having um an announcement of a commissioner looking for some of the help of legislation. Instead of just making it in case you're unsure which commissioners are interested in. 
like the idea that maybe a commissioner wants to branch out to a different topic and do further research on that, and he might not be as clear. Okay. I agree. And I, and I think I think just having a Google sheet out there would make it so much easier to streamline the process and just kickstarting these resolutions because you know things being so busy, you know, a lot of this this being our first year, you know, being a little bit, you know, not always like knowing like the right steps if you want to start working on something. Just making that process easier could go such a long way for helping you know, write more resolution and really accomplish more in the next six months. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to add, um, I think the Google Forms is an idea, like, in theory, but I don't know, I feel like there's been so many forms that have been sent to us that, like, just go under our radar, so it's just, like, how frequent would this form be sent out, and also, like, that's why I think a sheet would be effective, because I feel like, well, at least for me, I, I would use the sheet more, and it's just, like, there's less, like, chasing people down to, like, fill out the form, and it's, like, a little less work with you guys, but it's also like it allows commissioners to tackle that communication themselves. And I think that's an important that that's an important thing to have because like just because we don't have communication right now doesn't mean we can never have it. Yeah, and we're taking all the I've written all down these ideas with it and we'll show the students and come back. Thank you guys for that. Um any other comments on that before I finish the report? Perfect. Um, so, nothing as far as BOS officials um, concerned. One thing that's on the agenda um, is the referred uh, so referred legislation. So, I want to do a report on that. So, BOS filed number twenty-two twelve ninety, which is the hearing for the family and newcomer family homelessness for students at WSC, which is sponsored by Ryan. So, the legislation uh, it was a hearing to discuss and understand the scope of and proposed solutions for family and newcomer family. Homelessness for students and families in the San Francisco Unified School District. This hearing also explored how students and families experiencing homelessness receive or don't adequately receive access to services and support. And this hearing took place on Friday, January 13th at 11 a.m. And staff will talk more in depth later. But just overall, the impact on you, students and families experiencing homelessness, uh, SAFBH, young people are temporarily living in a motel or hotel due to loss of housing. Economic hardship, natural disaster, or similar reason, sharing housing with others um, in a shelter uh, with friends and family who they run away or are unaccompanied youth. And so, therefore, it's apparent that the impact on homeless youth is evident. This hearing focused on ways to reduce the barriers that students experience in homelessness face and enrollment attendance as success in school. Um, so, that's based on um, information over that uh, specific legislation piece. And lastly, um, this past uh, BOS meeting, there was uh, legislation that uh, was asked to look at and eventually referred by the HR committee. So that was the shared fix program, the planning code, uh, as well as the planning code, building map, family housing opportunity special needs district. So um, that was just other two other pieces of legislation from this past week that uh, we will eventually refer to the future commission. But that uh, was a relation last week. So this concludes our report. Thank you. Um, I'll pass it on to officers Pasona and um, So we've been working on creating more of a schedule for our comps, um, and we're going to be sending out a link to the Instagram takeover so that commissioners can sign up to do that. 
And so then you'll sign up for a certain week. There's instructions on that, and you can take over the Instagram. That's something we're working on, and then we're also working on getting more um, posts out more frequently, like we pass the legislation when you commission. I'm working on when you commission meetings are repost those each week. Um, Commissioner Ostana is working on introducing the different committees and explaining what we do and encouraging other people to look more into the committee's work or even listen in the meetings. Um, and then we've also just been brainstorming other posts like explainers on what the budget process is or helping commissioners understand who their district supervisors and things like that. Um, and then we're also looking to conduct more outreach like go to more events for commissioners and so um, we'll be coming each week with two new events that we want to post on the social media and anyone has any youth center events that you think we should go to that we should um, sorry. Yeah, I think we do, do you want to explain also like the real Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we pretty much just wanted these events to highlight our stories and our, our, on our like, social media and then Instagram reels. Um, and for example, this is the S of Standards. Um, what's the final inspiration? Um, and also like talking about, um, also like consumer events, like, Essentially, around the commission as well, just because like, it's so Since more in person stuff has been able to be happening, we can host more in person events. So, we've been talking about that. Um, and just how well, possibly doing this during app season. Um, just so. Uh, so. And to add, we are also talking about. Reaching out to all of you when it comes to events specifically, helpful student events specific to your district, and we are thinking of engage youth in the district that you represent. Um, and so we'll be reaching out to that soon. And if anyone has any ideas, please let us know. And also, we're welcome to collaborate on more events to just get youth more knowledgeable about the youth mission with the team. If you guys have questions, questions. Not um, moving into general committee updates, I'll pass it on to uh, question. Yes, uh, really quick. We, the agenda for today's meeting, we, uh, I'm sorry, we have another update from, yeah, we move, um, we move around. Uh, committee reports were tried and I'm seeing everything earlier in the agenda is better, although still quite late when we're getting to it. Um, but one measure against the attention of reserves so we decided to see if that works. If you have feedback on that, please let members of the exam know because we're trying to explain. Organize the agendas um, and all of that. Uh, we also did an update on DPP and what that looks like. Um, I think that is, yes, that is Thank you. Yes. Okay. So, um, an update. Uh, so, Commissioner uh, Fang is no longer on the commission. They have effectively resigned starting Saturday. They have submitted their uh, written resignation as of today. Uh, mm -hmm. What time is it? 
like uh, 5 p.m. Yes. Start of this meeting. Um, so because of their at attendance, which they had three excused and three unexcused, um, we must follow the charter. Um, also, after reading the bylaws carefully, um, it does state that every six so they account for um, attendance every six months. So those who have missed uh, meetings starting uh, September, October, uh, in March and April, those will be deleted. So just like in not deleted, but they'll be like not accounted anymore for within the six months, um, which is interesting uh, to me. Uh, this is something that we didn't think about uh, since y'all's terms are technically like 11, 10, 11 months. Um, to, so with that, um, currently no one is at risk, um, but if you will be at risk, um, we'll be reaching out. Let's say if you have two excused or two unexcused, um, we're trying not to hit the, the three marks because um, that's when I think um, people start to have attendance issues and then we don't want y'all to resign, um, especially since we're so like close to BPP season Well, we're already in BPP season, but you know, it's almost like, yeah, we have so much to do. Y'all have so much to do. Um, but yeah, so we have two vacancies and if you need to like be excused for something, please let us know within 72 hours. Um, but yeah, do you have a question? I'm just wondering, are there gonna be like new commissioners added or is it too late? Based on like how far we are to the commissioner like oh it's it's up to the appointing officer. Okay. Um, but we are having conversations. Um, with the mayor's office and the D3 office. Um, so maybe, maybe not, depending on, yeah. Um, yeah, since it is more than halfway there, there might be some hesitancy. Uh, and also we're starting recruitment in March. Um, Y'all will, not this next meeting, but probably the last February meeting, we'll get like the recruitment stuff for y'all to recruit it. So yeah, it's it's already here. So it's, it's yeah, yeah. I was like talking to someone, and they're like, "Don't we start recruitment next month?" And I was like, "Holy moly, yeah." Yeah, it's up for like a month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be I'm not worried about you yet, but I will check in. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. And thank you so much for the update. Um, moving to the HR community, I'll pass it off to the questions. Yeah, so in our meeting, we basically went over our legislative priorities and uh, I guess divided up the something that we do. Um, like resolutions that haven't been finished in the past. And we focused on like getting those things done. And then we also went over our BPPs and started planning out how we were going, to, like, what we were going to prioritize. Um, yeah. Any questions? Seeing none, um, I'll move to CEC. Uh, we had a last week. We really focused on national discrimination and uh, survey and our resolution. And we have our meeting on Thursday where we will be doing the EP. Uh, to some extent, we'll look there, but something on Thursday. Um, moving to TJ, I'll pass off the Yeah, similarly, we worked on our BBP 
and we divided who's going to do what uh, and also work on my revolution. Um, and then I'll pass it off to the chair of startup and the that's good. Um, is there any public comment on this item of the agenda? Chairman, um, if members of the public would like to speak, please press star three or raise your hand. Um, Chairman, you have no public comment. Thank you. Before you call the next item, um, I know we have to go at eight, so I think we should table something in the agenda. We were thinking tabling legislation will occur. Can we do that? Well, I'm wondering what, like, you can vote. Oh, the hearing already passed, right? There's, there's so no, this is just like a discussion. There's no time. It's not passed. It's why we I think my suggestion would be to table the legislation referred because there's a lot of data information that I would, would want y'all to have like a very thorough conversation. Yeah. Since it was a hearing and there wasn't like a very thorough ask from the BOS yet. And so I would love for y'all to have a thorough ask when we send this back. And for the survey, there's a deadline for it to be sent out, right? Can yes. That deadline be moved back? It's okay if we go a little bit past eight, um, but since this is the third time this has been an agenda item as an action, I suggest we, we do discuss and take action. Do you think we need to know? Okay, is there a motion to table? I'm motion to Commissioner Wall? Aye. Wall, aye. Commissioner Adair? Uh, Adair, aye. Um, Commissioner Loftus? Aye. Uh, Loftus, aye. Commissioner Miller? Aye. Miller, aye. Um, Commissioner Lasana? Aye. Uh, Lasana, aye. Anish, uh, Commissioner Anish? Anish, aye. Officer Udding? Aye. Udding, aye. Commissioner Colleen? Colleen, aye. Commissioner Pimentel? Aye. Pimentel, aye. Vice Chair Parker Plummer? Aye. Parker Plummer, aye. Officer Hum? Um, aye. Officer Shaw? Shaw, aye. Commissioner M? Aye. M, aye. Um, Commissioner Hillman? Aye. Hillman, aye. Um, Chair Wynn? Aye. Uh, Chair Wynn, aye. Chair, you have 15 ayes and zero absence. This motion passes. Great, thank you. Item number the next meeting. Staff can we please call item number 11. Oh, yeah. is that not? Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, 
Item number 11 is reviewing civic engagement survey. This is a discussion and action item presented by Civic Engagement Committee. Great. Uh, go ahead, Commissioner. Okay, I wanted to go with the updates that are reflected on this sheet of paper. So, on the description right below the local use engagement survey, the ending two sentences should be after what's already been said. This survey closes on February 18th. Three respondents will randomly be selected to receive a $50 target. Um, well, 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 okay, we, yeah, we, we discussed this at the last um, CC meeting. It's a good part, it's Ashton survey. So I think it's hard to get a good one. Does anyone have? Did you like switch? Yeah. Yes, go. Thank you. Uh, my only question is if we can accept the deadline. Is it a or something? You can probably like put it in the motion, like mm -hmm. we approve this um, survey without a solicited end time mm -hmm. or something. What? Okay. We have some motion to approve this. Approve this. I have more edits. I know. I I understand that it's eight, but I also think it's. I'll be okay with that. Yes, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, on how did you hear about the survey question number two? There should also be um, a multiple choice answer that says other social media, and then social media itself should say if I see social media, so that we can tell the social media. Say, um, in between question two or three, two and three, there's another question that says, um, are you willing to be contacted about future events on opportunities? And if they yes, then we will incorporate them on things like the newsletter and outreach. Um, uh, on the question number three, which of the following best describes you? Another option listed is mixed race at the suggestion of some of the CWSC. Um, and then question number 12 says, um, it says, I choose the plan to vote slash prefer not say. That's separated to I choose plan to vote. And then another question that says, I prefer not say. And that those answers are in quotes. Yes. I'm looking to approve um, the engagement survey with the added changes amendment um, and with unspecified dates. Yes. Commissioner Collin. Commissioner Collin motions to approve the survey with the proposed amendment seconded by Commissioner Garrett. Um, staff to the table will call vote. Yes. Or can you take a comment on that motion, please? Chair, you have no public comment. Staff, can you please take a roll call vote? Um, Commissioner Wong. Aye. Wong, aye. Commissioner Dare. Aye. Dare, aye. Commissioner Loftus. Aye. Loftus, aye. Commissioner Miller. Miller, aye. Officer Lasana, 
Officer Narsana I, Commissioner Anish. Anish I, Officer Arik. Arik I, Commissioner Colleen. Colleen I, Commissioner Pimentel. Pimentel I, Vice Chair Parker Plummer. Parker Plummer I, Officer Hum. Officer Hum I, Officer Shaw. Shaw I, Commissioner N. And I, Commissioner Hillman. I. Hillman I, Chairwin. Chairwin I, Chair, you have 15 ayes. This motion, motion passes. Item number 12 is budget and policy priorities update. Um, present, this is a discussion item. Yeah. Um, so, did staff want to put on this? I mean, yeah. my idea was, yeah. Um, we can just be really fast. Um, so, all the committees um, should be going into their second meeting of January with, um, and then working on your finalized list um, of budget and policy priorities to be submitted to the executive committee between January 24th 4th and 26th. Um, executive committee will be sending back any necessarily edits or like additional information requests to you all before uh, finalizing that for the compilation. Um, if you have any requests for departments or certain CBOs to present their budget, and to full commission or a certain committee, please let me know. So um, if you have the contact, that is wonderful. If you do not, uh, just let me know and I will find that contact for you. Yes, please ask us as soon as possible, a text or an email. So then um, we can, and we have a list of like, what research you need because a lot of you need help we, it might get lost if you just tell us in person so um, a record would be great can i just quickly add that um, i know the deadline is like coming up really quick so if anyone can't meet that deadline i would advise you to tell your committee chair or to tell staff um just so that like people can share their work more easily and also so staff can help with research um i know there's a lot of fun spots to get straight now, but i think it would be good if like people advise just so we are aware. Yes, as soon as possible. Yes, for that communication to happen. Okay, great. Um, we can talk about that later in the future meeting. But um, is there any public comment on this item on the agenda? Chair, you have no public comment. Great. Uh, staff, can you please call item number thirteen. Fourteen. Um, item number fourteen is staff reports. Um, that was my staff report. I'm good. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. That was like the only thing. Um, so I had a meeting with um, Chair Wynn and Vice Chair Barker Plummer um, and just talking about how to like further engage y'all, but also how to let your appointing officers know about the amazing work that y'all are doing. And so um, we're trying to implement like some type of reports, but also maybe y'all doing reports at the committee of like, hey, I'm working on a, a resolution or like this is what I'm doing or these are the organizations I've reached out to. So we're still kind of seeing what would work best um, because there's like 17 of y'all and I don't know how productive that would be if 17 <laughs> reports happened in a meeting. Um, so we're just trying to figure out like what would be best 
Um, but yeah, so I'll probably se hopefully send out more information once. I think we should discuss it more. Just you know, have a yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we'll send out more information. Yeah. Actually, one last report. Um, if you're done. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Um, as of March 1st, um, you all will need to start meeting in person. Um, we do not know if like public comment is hybrid or in person, but you all need to be in person for full commission, committee, and task force. And to add to that, we're going to try our really, really best to um, book y'all's conference rooms. Um, and also, there might be some changes with the youth commission office to also um, have a conference room in there as well. But that's like more in the future because, you know, things take forever. So we'll try our best to have this room booked or 278 booked for future meetings. Because I know how important it is to have like a chair and all that and desk. Yeah. Yeah. Finish. We're good. <laughs> Thank you. Is there any public comment on this item? Chair, chair, you have no public comment. Well, item, number 15. item number 15 is announcements, including community events. Okay. So, make sure staff's time to share your community events. Yes. There, there might be tabling opportunity on February 11th. Thank you to Commissioner Miller who sent it. It's through the Parks and Rec um, age demographics are kindergarten to eighth grade. Um, it'll be on a Saturday. So, um, I know. Josh will send out more information and maybe a calendar invite. Great, thank you. Any other announcements? One quick question yes. about the juvenile hall before. Has that has is the date finalized and the time? Next Friday? It's the last Friday of January. Yeah. And like is there like any information you need a bus? Like 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 a legal thing? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, I, I have to hop on a call with them. Um, I just haven't because I have a lot of long to do list and there was a fire alarm today and it destroyed my life. Um, but yeah, no, I will be sending out more information, but it, sh it is scheduled for next Friday. Would you like a calendar invite? Yeah, no, we will also send a calendar invite. Yeah. Thank you. Any other announcements? Seeing none, um, is there any public comment on this item of the agenda? Chair, you have no public comment. Great. Staff, can you please call item number 16? Number 16, item number 16 is adjournment. Meeting is adjourned at 8.08 p.m. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.